So they asked Moshe Rabbeinu if they can send scouts. Moshe Rabbeinu said to them, okay, he's going to take one man from each tribe. And with the heads of tribes, and these 12 people were at the time, before they left, they were Anashim Kesherim, Anashim Sadikim. One of them was Yehoshua. Yehoshua bin Nun was one of them. So they were all great people. Then they went, they went, they stayed there about 40 days, scouting around. Finally, they came back with some fruits and they showed the fruits to the people. But then they gave a bad report regarding Eris Israel and regarding the Koah, that's most important, the Koah of the Bnei Israel and Hashem to be able to capture the land. Now, what is the, these people were punished immediately. Punished. Uh, the 12 people, the 10 people that said bad report were killed immediately. And because they aroused the entire nation and started crying, wow, we're taking us to a place we're going to die? Let's go back to Egypt. Well, they also punished anyone. Any male over 20 would die in the desert and will not see Eretz Israel. What I want to do is, what kind of lessons do we learn from this whole episode? I see three lessons we can learn from here. One of them is obvious. Stay away from Lashonara. Lashonara is so bad. Actually, it even affects Torah study. What does that mean? Every day, after the Amidah, we say, Elohai Nesor Leshoni Merah. Baruch Hu, please guard my tongue from saying evil. My lips from saying deceitful things. And then after that it says, Petah Libi Betoratecha. Open my heart to your Torah. And after your mitzvot, my soul shall pursue them. You see? In that sequence, if you guard my tongue, then open my heart with the Torah. A person who says Lashonara about other people cannot be a true Tamid Haka. Stay away from Lashonara. It's bad. That's one lesson. Second lesson is don't be selfish. What happened here? These people, as we said before, they were great Sadiqim. They were Kesherim. All of a sudden, they come back, they say Lashonara, and they say, oh, the people over there are giants, we're grasshoppers, we could never conquer them. They're much stronger than us. And Rashi says, Mimenun, doesn't just mean than us. It means Chasve Shalom. Stronger than HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's Kfirut. Why? Self-interest. Because they said to themselves, look, if we stay here, 
in the desert were heads of tribes. We have something. We have a ma'amal, a position. People give us respect. We have kavod. We go over there in Israel. We like nothing. Private citizens. Most probably sometime there'll be a ruler or a king or something. You know, we'll just be like a blind people. No. When you have interest in making a decision, when you have self-interest, automatically that decision, your judgment is warped. It's twisted. You don't make the proper decision. Don't be selfish when you have to make a decision. And thirdly, and very important, be strong to go against the flow. Yeshua and Caleb were two people against ten. A whole 40 days, they're going on with them. And they hear these people talking nonsense about, oh, you know, but there is Israel and so on. And they come. They come back. And the entire nation is against them. They resisted it. It did not change their mind. You don't go after the, uh, uh, along with the Zerim, with the flow. If, if you're right, then resist the flow. If you see the rest of the people, God forbid, are doing things against what it should be, against the halakha, don't go with them. Resist them. So this is very important, these three lessons. Now, look, there's two ways when it comes to Torah. There's two aspects there's the actual studying itself, learning, go sit down and study Torah. And there's also the midot, improving our midot. The midot, according to the Ramban, they're like a prerequisite to studying of the Torah. Midot are important. And therefore, we, I'm saying from these three lessons, actually, we should take them in a, a, a very... Uh, uh, truly and and make them and learn from them and make them our way of life. We should stay away from Lashonara. You know, whenever there's a lot of people together and we go to Haflat and we go to parties and we go to the synagogue, we always together. What happens? You start gossiping about this one, about that one, Lashonara. No. Lashonara. Is one of the worst sins that there is. It was a story about the Hafez Chaim Alav Shalom. He was the champion of not saying Lashonara. And it was one time, uh, it was a Purim gathering with the Talmidim came to see him. The night of Purim, as usual, the Ashkenazim, they go to the rabbi. And uh, one of the Talmidim came over to him and he said, Rabbi, I want you to promise me I'm going to be in Gan Eden next to you. He did not answer him. Then again, some five minutes later, he said the same, same thing. He said the same thing to him. He didn't answer him. Finally, he, was walk, he stood up or something, and this time he stands right up next to him. He says, Rabbi, I want you to promise me I'm going to be, you know, in Ghana next to you. 
And he says to him, If you can be like me, since I started talking, I never said Lashon Ara, but anybody, you can be, yes, you'll be Zochet to be in Ganadin next to him. This is, we have to be very careful. And secondly, many times we have questions that come up in Halakha or other things or, or about our, uh, our friends, our neighbors, our family. Make sure if you think there is any interest, self-interest, don't make your own judgment. Like this, uh, uh, the 10 uh, scouts, being that they have some self-interest, some self-benefit, they should not have made a judgment. Maybe you should going to ask someone, a big hakam. When you have a case where there is self-benefit from that, don't make, go ask your rabbi. Go ask a posek. Don't rely on what you have in mind. And especially the third lesson. And that is, don't be afraid to go against the flow. Be like Yeshua and Kalev. If the public are doing something not in accordance with the halakha, don't follow. Be strong and resist the flow. You know, especially now in the summer, we know uh, how people dress. We know the question of tzne'ut and family purity. Big problem. Why do we have to follow them? Why don't we follow what the actual halakha is? Go ask your rabbi. Ask him how women should be dressed. This is summer now. Don't follow the flow. Resist. Do the right thing. You know, there's another thing even more than that. You know, the, the hachamim say that because of four things, the Bnei Israel were zocheh to the Geulat Mitzrayim. Okay? And one of them was Shehayu Gedurim Ba'arayot. They followed the laws of Tzni'ut and family purity. It was Zochet Geulah. Just think about that. Zochet Geulah because of that. Lashonara also. It creates division. We have division that delays the coming of the Mashiach. One Geulah. Make Shalom. Have unity. And there's another thing here about this uh, parasha. Rashi says something very interesting. In Shilah Lecha Anashim, he says, Lama nismecha parashat meragelim le parashat miriam. Why is it that this parashat, this passage of the scouts, is right next to the passage of Miriam? Why? And Rashi says, Lefi shilakta al iske diba shidibra beahir, because she spoke Lashonara about her brother and she got punished immediately with Sarah with leprosy. They saw what happened. They didn't take lesson from that. That's what she says. Hey, you just saw something, right? Learn your lesson. 
No. But notice one thing. Rashi says, they saw. Not they heard. They saw. And they did not take a lesson from it. I want to uh, really spend a little time, short time, about this idea of seeing. Now, you can ask the question, What's it, well, why do they have uh, to see what, uh, or whatever, whatever they have to know about Miriam? I mean, Lashonara, everybody knew Lashonara, you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to talk Lashonara no matter what. They have to learn a lesson. I mean, the halakha is, you're not allowed to. I mean, they, they, they know what happened with the snake in the Torah. The snake spoke, Lashonara, Hasfi Shalom, Akadosh Baruch himself. And he was punished. You're going to be eating only uh, earth uh, and, and dust all his life. Moshe Rabbeinu, because he said, perhaps, maybe if he goes to the Bnei Yisrael, tells them about the Geulah that's coming, maybe they may not believe me. Just maybe. So Hashem told him, you know what? Put your hand in the bosom. Take it out. It was mitzoret, it was sarat. Sarat is something like we see by Miriam. That's a, a some kind of a punishment for what? For Lashonara. He's giving him a siman. No, no. Bene Israel ma'aminim. Bene ma'aminim. Yes, they ma'amin. So they knew about this. Right? So why... Rashi is saying, oh, here, they saw something and they didn't take lesson. Well, there's a difference between hearing and seeing. Whatever happened with the snake, what happened with Moshe Rabbeinu, they heard about it. Here they saw. They saw Miriam. She spoke Lashonara, Kadosh Baruch Hu, immediately punished her. They saw. Seeing is much more important than just hearing. Big difference. You know, <laughs> it, it, uh, when the eye sees, it makes a much greater impression on the person. You know, this is saying, seeing is believing. When you see something, it makes a much bigger impression on the person. You know, there was once a, a, a kid, maybe uh, two and a half years old or so, and uh, his father was very much impressed with him. Why? Because every day he will take the uh, a book and shuckle with it. No? His, his father, you know, praying, so he pray with it. Also with the book, he takes uh, some Lego that he had, puts it in his arm, like a tefillin, you know. So the father was very impressed. So he goes to his Rebbe, he says, Rebbe, I think my son is going to be a big tamid hacham. So why? So he takes the pieces of little, puts it in his arm like the filin, takes a book and he starts shuckling and waving and so on. So the rabbi says to him, listen, I don't know if your child is going to be Tamit Hakam or not. Maybe he will. But what you're trying to tell me now is only one thing. You don't go to the Beta Knesset to pray in the morning. You pray in the house. He's just copying you. What a child sees, that's what he does. You see, 
the parents doing something, that's why it's so important. It's so important for the parents to be an example, to be a model, a role model for the children. Because seeing is much important than just hearing. Well, Hashem could have told Moshe Rabbeinu, you know what? Hey, take this stick here and go to, uh, to Paro and throw it on the floor. You know what? It's going to become a snake. And that's it. He could have told him, just plain telling him. No, he didn't tell him. He said, no, you, here, throw it on the floor right now next to you and you'll see what it's, it turns into a snake. He sees it. Seeing is more important. You know, and sometimes, you know, the, the seeing could be different seeing. Lot and Avraham, you know, both, they saw Sodom, right? Lot saw Sodom as, ah, a beautiful place. Ah, a great place, rich place, a place of sin. That's fine, fine with him. Avraham saw just the opposite. It's a horrible place. A horrible place. A place of sin. That's not for a, a sadiq like Avraham Avinu. So, you know, many, many times they, they have what they call Shabbatons. That's a very good thing. What, what they do is they take people who don't really know so much about Yiddishkeit. And if you want to teach them, let's say you want to teach them Halachot Shabbat. It's not easy. Go look into the Shulchan Aruch, Halachot Shabbat. It's very big. But there's another easier way. You know how? By seeing. Not just learning and hearing. You bring it, someone into your home for a whole Shabbat. And he sees what goes on. Friday night, he sees the table set up very nicely. You go to the synagogue. You 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 pray Arbit Kabbalat Shabbat Arbit. You come back. You have a kiddush, and you sit and you sing Zemirot. You say the Vretorah. You see how everything goes. And the next morning and so on and so forth. You learn a lot through seeing. So Rabbi, this is why Rashi, Alava Shalom, is telling us. Ra'u. They saw, but they did not take lesson. Because they saw actually. They saw what happened. You know, the Hachamim say about uh, Esav when he took some uh, wives in the world of the Abla Zara. And it says in Parashat, uh, in, in Parashit, Perekavav, Patihina. Morat ruach leitzchak ulrivka. That they these 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 uh, uh, wives, they were morat ruach like they were rebellious in spirit to itzchak and to rivka. First itzchak, itzchak suffered more than rivka did. To so say why itzchak more than rivka? Rivka was big tzaddiket. <laughs> rivka imenu. When he brought her in, all the simanim of Sarah came back. Big Sadiqit. But because 
60 years before that, when she was by her parents' house, she did see something. Her parents were all there. So it's a little bit reduction in the tzad as it is by Yitzchak Avinu. You know, a man came to Hazonish. He asked him about his kid. His kid was two years old. His wife was not so, was not so religious. And in the house, even in the house, she did not dress decently in front of the kid. So she figured he's so young, you know, so what? But this man goes to Hazanish, he says, is it okay? I won't make a difference. He's only, kid is two years old. Hazanish answered him vehemently. The sight of the mother's clothing at two will make a lasting impression on him. A lasting impression on the child. Remember, Rabotai, we are now in the summer. The way we dress is going to make a lasting impression on our children. Regardless what the children learn, you may send your child to yeshiva, but when it comes back home and he sees the mother dressed a certain way, believe me, that's going to make a lasting impression on them. So here are some that we should really make a very big effort to go against the flow like Yeshua and Caliph did. Regardless what other people do, don't, don't follow. Resist them. And Be'ezat Hashem, as we go into Sni'ut and family purity, like our ancestors did, and they were Zochet Ge'ulah, we should also be Zochet Ge'ulah Shelema Amin Kenyasun. Rabotai, I want to remind you again that uh, this station is a great station and if you can help it, try. Make an effort to contribute. And if you have any simha, call us at SLC. We have a beautifully renovated home, uh, hall. Uh, we can definitely accommodate any simha that you have. Shavua Tov.